Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's like a mother's first kiss, 
a God's grace gift that I can share this episode one with the world. I take on the environment, I'm living in my vision and my purpose is to heal with universes over time. It's ending, but I search is the beginning of a work to make a brighter day with more peace and love. For my people say one, more peace and love. For my people say one, one, Keisha K. Boogie Shante, and you are now listening to Circle Sisters 13 podcast. How are you? <sighs> Y'all, I was just under the table. <laughs> I was under the table attempting to plug in my speaker so that um, I can play this meditation. So I'm going to go ahead and start the meditation, and I'll just plug it in while it plays. So do me a favor. Um, I see I have a listener um, in the call queue. If you're interested in um, speaking, go ahead and press 1, and your microphone will be open. And um, if you cannot hear this meditation, um, yeah. Hold on, I need to get in contact with my trusty companion, uh, my trusty, trusted Block talk companion to see if I can be heard. So somebody text me um, and let me know if you can hear me. And I'm just going to pop off, kick off this meditation. Let me get it up and running. As y'all can hear, my energy is kind of low. I missed y'all, though. Let me me say that. (laughs) We have been gone for a month, and it feels like time has it feels like time has um, is speeding up. It definitely feels like time is speeding up. However, when I look back over the month that I have not had these shows, I see that time is as it has always been because it really did feel like longer than a month. And maybe it's since 2018. I've heard jokes online, people saying 2018 is like eight months long. Um, January of 2018 was like eight months long. It definitely feels like January was a longer month. So I, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. But, yeah, so this um, this meditation is coming from Hazel Archer Ginsburg, and it's coming from the Mysteries of the Celtic Goddess. We just came out of Imbolc, I-M-B-O-L-C, which is part of the Bridget Festival. Bridget is the fire goddess of the Celtic tradition. The Celtic tradition happens to be one of the better preserved uh, pagan pagan spiritual practices for whatever reason, they were able to hold on to a lot of their earth magic as far as their um, healing capabilities, their, their abilities to work with the earth. Um, they held on to a lot of their their um, ast- astrology, astronomical sciences. They held on to a lot of their folk tales. Um, like I say, for whatever reason, the church was not able to wipe out their spiritual system. And so um, it is a great system to turn to 
when you're looking for missing parts of the puzzle. And then through my studies, as I've done my own research into my own bloodline, I find that um, I do come out of this tradition. I come out of many traditions, of course. I'm a, a African in America. We have all kinds of blood running through our veins as Africans in America due to the transatlantic slave trade and due to um, just the raping, pillaging, and dis dislandment um, of the Native Americans that were already here, left alone the fact that Africans um, are the original creatures, original, excuse me, original beings um, of the whole entire planet. So, yeah, you know, we, we a little bit of this, well, let me take that back. Everything comes from us. <laughs> so all of the bloodlines come out of ours, I should say it that way, as opposed to we're coming from them, they're coming from us. And because they come from us, all of them are our children. And therefore, um, we are able to pick and choose which resonates best with us. And it just so happens that the Catholic tradition resonates best with me. So... Let's cue, let's cue the meditation. And when I come back on the other side of this meditation, hello, 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 hello. Oh, that echo is ill. <laughs> okay. Um. So the callers can be heard. Mm. Can you hear me? Let me see something. Hey. All right, all right, all right. So we had a couple technical difficulties. I could not hear myself. And so we'll just start over from the beginning, shall we? Um, welcome to Circle Sisters 13 podcast. We took a break during the month of January to just kind of go back over the past shows, see what we liked, see what we want to improve upon, and just get a rest. This is a lot of work. This show is. It's a joy to bring to the listening audience. Um, it is work, though, and so sometimes you just got to rest, you know? Similar to tonight, I am very, very low-key. I'm sipping on um, some flower tea, and, um, gosh, there's so much going on in Houston, and um, it's just, it's really nasty right now. Um, the energy is really high for the most part, but it's really nasty with this flu going around and with this constant fog. It's just, it's just kind of icky, and so... Um, Oh, excuse me, we're experiencing a real winter, which means, you know, definitely staying in the house more so than usual and um, just getting lots of rest and relaxation, lots of fluids, lots of, you know, as, as much fresh produce and life and electric foods as possible to make sure the immune system stays as, um, as, as vigorous as it needs to be to help combat um, all these environmental things that we got going on. And so with that being said, tonight I'm kind of low-key laid back. I had some technical, we had some technical difficulties um, at the beginning of the show. It looks like we only have about 26 minutes. Um, I wanted to share a meditation. However, with the way time is set up, I think I'm just going to jump right into the book. 
YouTube, actually. The video, the full um, video, including the meditation, is actually on my website, www.circlesisters13.com. Um, about halfway through um, the the video is called Hazel Art. Part that did not get recorded, I don't believe. <laughs> part that did not get recorded. Um, what I was saying earlier was, um, Africans, Africans in America, mel- melanated people, um, those of us who identify—well, we don't have to identify it or not. It's you know, it is what it is. But um, as the original beings of this planet Earth, as the first. Beings on this planet Earth, all of the religions come from us. Therefore, we are able to call them our children. And as they are our children, I personally have done my family research, um, and and it's more obvious if you know me and you know my namesake and um, you know where my people come from then you definitely will understand why I readily identify with the Celtic tradition. Um, And it's just been really good to me. And I'm working on a blog post right now where I'm talking about my experiences um, in the Ifa tradition and um, my current choices to to work with with the Celtic tradition at this time or more pagan, pagan traditions. And not that it needs any explanation, but just to share some information, because I know a lot of people, specifically in the quote-unquote conscious community, black conscious community, definitely feel as though um, it's, it's most beneficial for black folks to to embrace traditionally African uh, spiritual practices. And I think that there's definitely a time and place for that, specifically if you can link your bloodline back to those religions. If if that is if you come from that clan, you come from that tribe, you come from that um, that land, then most definitely you you're going to have the benefits. You're going to feel the benefits more so than someone who you know that might not be where their people come from. And then you got to be very careful because you really don't know if. Yeah, so you're going to have to read the blog on that one. <laughs> I'm going I'm to write that one up. That one you're going to have to read, um, and and then you can comment. You're welcome to comment as you see fit. So let's go ahead and get into The Witch's Goddess by Janet and Stuart Farrar. We're just going to read Chapter 1. It is it's about, it's about five pages. So 22 minutes, I think we can we can get it done. All right, y'all, the goddess in history. The great goddess is the incarnation of the feminine self that unfolds in the history of mankind as in the history of every individual woman. Its reality determines individual as well as collective life. Erich Newman. In the beginning was the mother. We have no direct evidence, naturally, of just when and how Homo sapiens became a religious animal. That is, when he first began to symbolize abstractions in his mind and to worship, plead with, and appropriate them. Or in psychological terms, when he first became aware, to begin with unconsciously, of numinous archetypes which transcended his individuality. But we do know when he began to express that awareness in art, 
In the Paleolithic or Old Stone Age, when he had become a tool-making animal, it was then that he first produced what, we, what shall be called cult objects. To quote E. Rich Newman, the great mother, page 95, this fits in with the secondary character of the male godhead, who appeared only later in the history of religions and derived his divine weight from his mother, the goddess. Sorry, I'm getting comfortable. Um, in primitive societies, known to history, the male role in procreation was not realized. Intercourse and pregnancy both began with puberty, and there was no evident reason to regard one as the cause of the other. Women were believed to conceive from the light of the moon or from ancestral spirits. It was not surprising. Uh oh, let's see what's going on. There we go. Um, it was not surprising, therefore, that women became the symbol of the Earth Mother. Both mysteriously, both mysteriously produced life and nourished it. The Paleolithic female sculptures, of which the so-called Venus of Willendorf, depicted at the head of this chapter, was typical, were powerful fertility symbols with huge bellies and breasts. They were not, as Paleolithic human skeletons prove, faithful representations of living women, but deliberate exaggerations of their life-creating and life-nourishing aspects. Nor did Paleolithic women have the massive buttocks and tiny legs of the goddess statues. These evidently represented the goddess as immobile, seated on the earth and identified with it. The first deity that mankind conceived then was the Earth Mother. We shall consider her further in the next chapter. It is enough here to emphasize that a male deity was a later development. Early human society was inevitably matrilineal since the male role in biological parentage had not been yet realized. There was still argument about whether it was almost universally matriarchal, though some societies certainly were. Some still bear traces of it. Compare, for example, the statues of women in the Berber tribes of Morocco with that of their Arab fellow countrywomen. The matrilineal Berbers were there before the matriarchal Arab invasion, and their women are still free, unveiled, and a powerful standing in their tribes. They have contempt and pity for the Arab Simvoile, who are the mute progeny of their husbands and fathers. The difference is obvious even to a foreign tourist. With the emergence of recorded mythologies around the 4th millennium B.C., we have evidence not only of the religious thinking of the time of their writing, but also of their earlier ideas out of which that thinking had developed. Man had already reached the stage of not only reacting to the reality which surrounded him, but also speculating about its origins. Dig far enough back into any mythology, however refashioned by patriarchy, and the primordial mother is there. In Egypt, as a priest told Kim Baisis, king of Persia, it was Neat, the mighty mother, who gave birth to Ra. She was the first to give birth to anything. She did so with nothing else. She did so when nothing else had been born. And she herself had never been born. In Greece, 
Gaia, Gia, was the first being to emerge from chaos. From her was spawned the universe, including the earliest gods and mankind. In Assyria, Tiamat was the primal ocean from whose fertile depth sprang every living thing. Tahu, the waters of Genesis 1 and 2, is the Hebrew form of Tiamat. In India, Aditi was the self-formed cosmic matrix, mother of the sun and the moon. After 18, to the Gnostics, Sophie gave birth to the cosmos by a self-induced orgasm, desiring to generate herself without a spouse. To the witches of Tuscany, Diana was first created before all creation um, and initiated that creation by separating out of a part of herself as Lucifer, the principle of light. And on the other side of the world, Australian Aborigines said the sun goddess Yi, the great spirit, the mother, created her counterpart. I mean, the All-Father, and together they created animals and mankind. Even in the Kabbalah, this full and profound balance of polarities, it is Gia, the supernal mother, who first initiates creation by giving form to the raw, directionless energy of Chokma, the supernal father, not until Bina, Bina has given birth to Chesed, mother who gives to her son lover from which initial polarity all manifestations springs. Such a pattern was an inevitable time, okay. Such a pattern was an inevitable inference from the first of all deity forms, the life giving earth mother. Woman's and the goddess's mysterious gift of creating life out of herself had an even more mysterious dimension. She could produce life which was different from her own and, in a sense, alien to it, the male. But he was her creation, secondary to her, dependent on her in infancy and mating with her when he became adult. He was first the son lover. Only later did he become important as the father. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.